Assalamualaikum, Hakim here from the QTIO team. Welcome to the Immense Ocean Podcast. Today, we have a very special episode for all of you. We will be having a conversation with Ustaz Musin from Being Center. As most of us will be embarking on our midterms, inshallah, this week's content will be a very beneficial reminder for all of us. This will be a series and we will be talking to more Asatizas in the future. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Immense Ocean. So enjoy the episode. Assalamualaikum, my name is Hakim from the QTIO team and today we have a very special guest for you. For today's topic of spirituality, we have Ustaz Musin here with us. Ustaz Musin is the co-founder of Being Center, a center for Islamic spirituality. And together with me, I have Haikal Lo, uh, who is the... Project Director, inshallah. Yeah, and today we'll be talking more on about spirituality and we know that most of you guys will be doing your midterms after the recess week. And so we hope that this can be a beneficial uh, session for all of you so that you guys can uh, uplift your spirits and inshallah ease the exams. Alright, on to Ustaz Musay. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Assalatu wassalamu ala Sayyidil Mursaleen. Sayyidina wa Mawlana Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. Subhanaka la alma lana illa ma'alamtana innaka antal alimul hakim. My beloved seekers and the committee of the Oman's Ocean, my heart warmest Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. So thank you uh, for having me here. Uh, <laughs> and um, thank you for um, the, you know it's always an honor, uh, humbling honor to be talking about the Holy Quran, because uh, it is something that is uh, uh, it's not just a kitab. But it's something which is multi, it has multiple facets Al-Quran yeah. ni kan yeah. Jadi macam Now we're going to head into exams mm. And not only that We 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 have faced the haze yeah. uh, We have faced a lot of different things You know uh, In this past few weeks I think uh, Even myself We're going through different things At the centre Meeting different people mm. And um, sometimes in all of that uh, Waves that life sends us Um we forget about this beautiful multiple facet gift that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us. So I must thank all of you for this is a good intervention yeah. to bring me back to Al-Quran again. Yeah. So may Allah preserve you in the work that you do, inshallah. I mean, inshallah. So you want me to carry on? Yeah, yeah I think, yeah. Oh. So um, as discussed before recording, mm-hmm. uh, we talked about... Uh, the importance of Al-Fatihah, mm-hmm. Al-Fatihah. Mm-hmm. and uh, we'll just like to know more about um, how it concerns us and mm-hmm. how can we apply the Surah Al-Fatihah in our daily lives, especially mm-hmm. practically because we recite it every single day, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so maybe we can... Sure, <laughs> we can. So, um, I, um, Al-Fatihah is such a beautiful, beautiful uh, surah, yeah. and then one thing we know about Surah Al-Fatihah is that it's uh, one of the surahs that has been revealed twice. Once in Makkah and once in Medina So this is a very beautiful surah You know when the Prophet Sallallahu received it There's a hadith uh, that goes uh, uh, Once the Holy Prophet Sallallahu was sitting with Sayyidina Jibril السلام, And then the Holy Prophet Sallallahu heard a voice from above Then Sayyidina Jibril said, السلام, said That there is a door in the heaven that is being opened now This door has never been opened before this so there's this part of Jannah that has never been opened. Then an angel came out from the door, flying down towards the Holy Prophet and stood 
right in front of the Holy Prophet wasallam. Then the angel said to the Holy Prophet wasallam, Rejoice, eh, O Muhammad You are receiving two lights Which has never been received before By any prophets before you mm -hmm. eh, They are the Al-Fatiha And the last few verses of Surah Al-Baqarah For every word, if it is recited Sure, you are to receive a reward And from Sayyidina Imam Bukhari And Imam uh, Narrated by Abi Said Al-Mu'ali yani the, the, this, the greatest surah for al, for al, from Al-Quran is Al-Fatiha yeah. mm -hmm. So with that, just from this hadith And the fact that it's been revealed twice yeah. You can imagine the immense, the immense ocean <laughs> <laughs> The immensity lah, like, is there such yeah. a word? Immensity ada kan? Immensely Immensely, well, boleh lah The immensity of Al-Fatiha is so beautiful that it is seven verses mm -hmm. And one, one, uh, one tasawuf perspective mm -hmm. is that when we spell Bismillah It's seven harf And then there is seven verses mm -hmm. So, you know, for my grandfather used to say that he, he was reading this tafsir which was in Tamil and uh, he says it in Malay lah, or English. He says there was uh, Bijit Sawi, you know, was it in mustard seed? Mustard seed, you know. Um, Al Fatiha is like seven oceans you're trying to put into seven mustard seeds. So okay. it's just the immense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the fact that when the Holy Prophet وسلم, when he receives revelation, mm -hmm. the camel, you know, couldn't bear it, and he would hear strong vibrations and ringing, etc., etc. Imagine. The importance it must have been to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala To reveal this surah twice mm -hmm. And the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Kept this until the very last for the, It's like for the crown of prophets This is like the crown of surah yeah. And alhamdulillah We are supposed to memorize it You know, reflect on it mm -hmm. And from these thousands of years of reflection Came into this book that I saw Don't mind the ringing, eh? Okay, um, it's from Lex Sixon. He's actually a convert uh, from. He was into a different faith. Uh, then, finally, he met the Sheikh from Turkey, and this is back in the 80s. Mm -hmm. And he embraced Islam, you know, 70s, 80s. Mm -hmm. And he wrote this book called The Heart of the Quran. So I won't say that it is a translation, but it is more of how when he read Al Fatiha, how it stirs his heart, mm -hmm. you know, that that feeling, you know, your own rendition. So I let the chime finish and then I'll read the, <laughs> the, his rendition of it. Ah, okay, Bismillah. So he calls Al-Fatiha the direct path. And again, this is not a tafsir. This okay. is just his, you know, don't take it as a sharia point. It's more of like opinion, okay. a reflection, his reflection. Yeah? His more, uh, sorry. So number one, he says the direct path. My beloved Muhammad wasallam, please inspire my precious human beings to affirm with their entire being the majestic name. Allah Most High, who is the ultimate source, now speaking through you as a tender mercy and sublime love. Please teach humanity to pray with you. Okay. Spontaneous faith arising from the hearts and the minds of all beings flows towards Allah's name. This ever-present Mm -hmm. 
To Allah alone, as the source of all of beings, can living beings truly offer their entire beings. From Allah alone, as the source of power and love, can true strength and guidance be received. Most precious Allah, you alone teach human beings to turn consciously towards their own true source. This is the direct path of Islam. Revealed through all the prophets and courageously taken by the lovers of love who, call, who follow the call of love directly to the source of love. This is not one of the mundane paths that wanders through creation taken by those who heedlessly turn away from the source of creation. So, why sometimes, you know, I mean, I, we read the translation, of course, yeah. but how does the translation of the Al-Fatiha moves our hearts? And this is, of course, this is a very um, brave approach in writing this. If we were to write this, I think some people might not be agreeing with it. But when I was reading this, I was like, this is so beautiful because he, he brings back the obodiyah, the servanthood aspect. And, and the last part is, you know, it's not that we wander through heedlessly. And this is the direct path, the path that has been shown by the Holy Prophet through his tender mercy, his tender love, his guidance, etc. And this is something that we're going to go through in life. Yeah. And this is something that we need back in life juga. Mm -hmm. We cannot be going through um, life with such sternness or rigidness. Lah. You know, sometimes we lack that compassion and love and mercy to be the servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who tread gently on this earth. With that being said, um, many ways of understanding the Al-Fatiha, that also means that there are many names of the Al-Fatiha. And if you guys... I'm, no, no, I'm not so sure. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, uh, like, I mean, I mean, for most of the students, and from that, that we can use that to understand the message mm -hmm. and the names as well. Because one thing about Al-Fatiha, I mean, the, 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 part, the importance that has been revealed twice. Yeah. And that's one. And then, so we need to know what are the names that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, the ulama, the Prophet has, has ascribed Fatiha to. One of them is Fatiha Al-Kitab, the opening of the book. And this is the name in the name itself. Lah. Yeah. So in that opening, and if we look at any book, if the, it is the opening, it will comprise of all of what the other parts of the book lies in later, yeah. later you see. So what more if it's the, in a divine structure? So of course, in that structure itself, there are many things that we can learn. So that's one. Mm -hmm. yeah. Number two, Alhamd. Yeah, any, the, the surah of Hamd, the surah of praises. So if we were just to reflect on the name example, and if we are in a point that we have lost... Um, lost grips or lost understanding on our own self-value. Sometimes we ascribe ourselves without any aku ni apalah, give up hope lah. You know, we kind of minus out, you know. I, I call that the wrong way of being humble. 
I, I call that in a way uh, we we forget the gifts that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us. Look back to Al-Fatiha. Yeah. Because one of it is Alhamd. When we praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, each time we praise Him, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, uh, Allah Himself has raised our ranks from someone who is not uh, being able to remember Him to someone who is actually remembering Him. And there is a dialogue between the servants and worshipper in Al-Fatiha itself, which I hope to share later, inshallah. Another one is Umm Al-Kitab, you know, the mother of the books. Uh, and because in it, you know, even from the Kitab of Sayyidina Musa, etc., they have the other occasions where Sayyidina Musa was kind of shown about Al-Fatiha yeah. and the Quran, etc. So they were not shown Mm, no, they, 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 they were shown about the greatness of it But oh, the surah was revealed to the Holy Prophet wasallam. Of the, They were shown the forthcoming of this greatness of Al-Fatiha So this is something which is very important So when we recite this, in a way We are given the honor to bring all of the knowledge That has been passed down from Sayyidina Adam Now imagine if we were to uh, use this as a way to understand our life You know, that what supports us is this mother in, uh, you know, that, that brings all wisdom together only if we tap into that source of wisdom. So same if you are having trouble with your exam, go back to Al-Fatiha. How to go back? Even if it means just continuously reciting it as a wirid. Mm-hmm. Because when you recite it once, yeah. uh, with the intention of Allah, give me the rewards of how it has been revealed twice. Mm-hmm. That means there is double barakah lah. Yeah, yeah. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So when you're continuously reciting it, katakanlah the reward is mm-hmm. 10 for one good uh, has, uh, one good act, mm-hmm. it becomes 20. Mm-hmm. Just by virtue of you interceding the, the greatness that has been revealed twice in Makkah and in Medina. So that is the source of goodness we are trying to get into. And then uh, the often repeated seven verses. This is another... Because why these verses are repeated as well throughout Al-Quran. Al-Wafiyah, the one that encompasses the whole, the whole Quran. Al-Kafiyah, the sufficient one. Mm-hmm. You know, Al-Asas, why? Because it is the fundamental, the foundations. And this is most important, Al-Shifa. Because eh, in the time of the Holy Prophet, وسلم, there was a group of companions that actually went out eh, and they went to different... Uh, uh, different tribes area and one of the head of men of the tribe was ill I think it was with eye affliction mm-hmm. and then uh, they asked you travelers maybe you guys have some you know wisdom or some healing methods with you and uh, Sahaba says yes we have bring the water so he recited and then brought cure and they presented them you know with uh, ability to stay at the place for overnight and some I think some goats or something like that and then the Holy Prophet when received this news he said you have done something which is right. How do you know that the Fatiha also can be used for cure? Yeah? So this is very, very important that the Fatiha can be used for Shifa as well. Mm-hmm. For yourself, for others. You know, there are so many different du'as that has been composed just by tapping on into Al-Fatiha. Okay? And then uh, As-Salat, because you use it in uh, prayer. Yeah. Yeah? A su'al because eh, we asking because it contains action of us asking Allah. Uh, so if you don't know what du'a to recite, recite yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And one, uh, one technique that I think is really, really important is that after reciting it, 
blow it into your palms and wipe the whole, you know, put it over your whole body. It does bring instant relief from anxiety. It brings instant uh, calmness eh, to the mind, etc. Oh, start sekali tak jalan. Buat tiga kali, buat lima kali. Do it until it works, you know. And if you want, you can put it. If you're feeling your heart racing with palpitation, recite al-Fatiha and then put it on your chest as well. So these are things. And then Om al-Quran because it is one of the main part of the al-Quran, inshallah. Mm. So, yeah. Any any questions? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Can continue, yeah, eh? Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, remember, we were talking about the Al-Fatiha as a conversation, you see. So, there is a hadith that is mentioned. I have divided Al-Fatiha into two parts. One of it is for me, another is for my servant. Eh? And I will grant my servant what they ask for me if my servant says, Alhamdulillah, Hey Rabbil Alameen. Why? Because then Allah will reply, My servant has praised me. Mm-hmm. So, this actually, if we bring into our salah yeah. this understanding, yeah. then we know it's not just a mundane act, yeah. but really it is a conversation uh, that one can see that one is with the whole immense creation, mm-hmm. all of the creations mm-hmm. partaking together, yeah. or one can see as a conversation between oneself and Allah. So because it's verily, everything is praising Allah. Yeah. So we can also understand in the time that we are bogged down with troubles and anxiety when we say alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin at that point of time Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says my servant has praised me mm-hmm. at that point of time we are reconnected to our purpose of being and need to become a servant of Allah simple alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin so any point of time you feel not grounded yeah. Because of, you know, so you can walk around campus and say, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Just as long as people don't call you crazy, it's okay. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so even, Alhamdulillah, Allah Kulihal, you know, people say, but yeah. what more if it is the verse of the Quran? Yeah, yeah. You know, when you keep reciting it, there is a certain uh, vibration, lah, mm-hmm. um, lack of a better word, you know, that actually uh, discards this all the negativity around us. And this, yes. Sorry, but, but I think like it also does we need to actually believe in it, right? Like, yes. We need to believe in what you're saying. Correct. Yeah, so how do you like do that? Bagus, good question. <laughs> so sometimes I I won't call it um, a process of believing, but I will call it of a process of unveiling. <laughs> so much example, much yeah, I believe there's a goal, but I don't feel it. So for some people, you know, or I don't. No, belum rasa lah, babe. You know, belum belum masuk dalam hati. You know, it hasn't gone into my heart. That kind yeah. of thing. That is because we are so drowned, not in an immense ocean, but in a different kind of ocean. Lah. Mm. You know, that kind of ocean that actually moves us away from this positiveness, from this iman. And as we know, in Islamic spirituality, or tasawuf, mm-hmm. uh, the main cause of all of the problems or illness of the heart is hubbun dunya, love for the world. But this does not mean you have to hate dunya, no. Yeah. We take it as a way of how we're going to float above dunya and walk and walk above dunya, not to, in an arrogant way, but in a humble way that you're connected to the heavenly powers or the heavenly uh, you know, strength mm-hmm. from Jannah itself. Which is, you know, with the malaika, 
with the people who are connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if Allah has mentioned an amullah ala nabiyin wa siddiqin wa shuhadai wa salihin wa ulaika rafika so we want to be connected with these people so in the process of wanting even if we say I've no rasa you know the same thing you just have to do you just keep repeating it you know just like you know um, I have not tasted this 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 what's the latest food hipster food nowadays <laughs> <laughs> some this goes kind of thing, you know. Then there's some pasta kind of thing, and then you go, to, you know, I haven't felt it because I've no rasa, you not rasa kind of thing. And then some you taste it once, and then you say, no, this is not for me. And then you know your friends say, oh, but it's really nice. And then you, peer pressure, you go again. Yeah, yeah. And then peer pressure, you go for the third time. God knows why you're going, you went there for the third time. For the third time, you say. Actually, there's something about this thing that is really nice now. Yeah. You know, I don't mind. Same like Al-Fatiha with this Alhamd. So when we actually, because why? We, we're constantly uh, taught to praise ourselves, for example. And that is one of the uh, illness of the heart. Mm-hmm. That we, for us, example, the word shame, haya mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's not just shame in the English sense of the word, but haya is more of a spiritual modesty where one is aware of the presence of Allah. Mm-hmm. And that is not something that you get overnight. But it's something that it builds upon us. Uh, we bit by bit, bit by bit, bit by bit. So the, the more the example, we just repeat, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. You keep repeating it, I can, I can assure you, yeah. Right, <laughs> that you would feel much better. Mm. This is an example. Yeah, now, okay. Sure. Now, um, how are you feeling now, Hakim? Okay. Feeling okay. Yeah. No one's feeling anxious in the room. Yeah. Right? Uh, no, yeah. everybody's. Subhanallah, yeah. <laughs> 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 mashallah. Okay. So we're going to do an experiment. Okay. Sure. We're going to do an experiment. The experiments. Maybe I've done this before at G2G. It's um, giving salam. Okay. I've done this before at G2G. Don't know. Okay. <laughs> so this you can do on people who are angry. Okay. Okay. Yeah. When people are upset, I mean, if they want to take part of this, lah, you kasih salam mungkin kadang dia like, So in what way? So we're gonna do this. I give salam and you reply. Okay. Assalamualaikum. 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 Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. How do you feel? A bit wet. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it is. It is a. It's a call for peace, right? Yes, yeah, so exactly. I, yeah, you have to feel peace. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why repetition is so important. Yeah. So even in this first verse, when we say Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, mm-hmm. bear in mind, we say it almost 17 times a yeah. day. So 17 times for sure Allah has said, look, this guy has praised me. Mm-hmm. What does it mean that when you say this and then you are praised in the presence of Allah though? No, it's one if your parents praise you, you know, in front of your siblings or your lecturer praises you, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Imagine that at that point of time when you say Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, Allah immediately says, my servant has praised me. Yeah. Sultan Salatin, the king of all kings, yeah. the ruler of all rulers, the one who's all in charge and all that kind of thing. At that point of time, you're connected to 
the main source, the source of all being. You know, we yeah. were talking in the in the earlier rendition of translation of the Al Fatiha. So that's really, really important. So mm -hmm. continue. So even if you feel that it's, I don't feel it. Continue, continue until the heart feels a slight opening of light coming mm -hmm. out from it. That's really, really important. Yeah. And then if my then he says, if my servant says Ar Rahman Ar Rahim. Yeah. My servant, Allah says, my servant has been worshipped with honor, yeah, surrendered by my servant. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said, this, this person has, uh, has been raised with honor just by calling out his name. So in this Al-Fatiha, we begin with Bismillah, Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim. In that, take Bismillah as his name card. Okay. You know, like when, let's say I meet you, okay? Yeah. Uh, can I have your name card, please? Here's my name card. So what will be on the name card? What will be on my name card? Name. Name again. Contact. Contact. Address. Yeah. Etc. Right? Yeah, yeah. Imagine Allah gives you his name card. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And he has given us the name card. What is the name card? Bismillah. Rahman. Rahim. Yeah. All, all that you need, all the details, all that. It's me, Allah. The name Allah. Ismullah. And his attributes are Rahman. Rahim. Yeah. And he repeats that this again in Al-Fatiha. So there's ones in Bismillah and another one in another time in Al-Fatiha. And do, as we know, the Prophet has mentioned that anything that is, does not begin with Al-Fatiha is cut off. Cut off from what? From Barakah. Uh, okay. So sometimes if we feel that we are drowned with so many things, I say, buat, 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 macam tak habis, makan, yeah, makan, makan yeah, tak kenyang, yeah. you know, you eat, 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 and then you never get full, you never satiated, you know. Well, maybe because you forget to say <laughs> Bismillahirrahmanirrahim And there's so many stories with just Bismillahirrahmanirrahim <laughs> And but The fact that Allah says This is how you know me Because he begins almost All surah except for one with this word And that this is the I've shared this in G2G before you know I remember how Bismillah was written with the pen. It took the pen 800 years to write, etc. So one time reciting Bismillah is equivalent to 800 years of thawab, of goodness. And that's how generous Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. So if you have any problems, and if you felt that you, know, you haven't connected with the Al-Fatiha just yet, at least yeah. connect with the first verse. Yeah, definitely. Any Bismillah, Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim. And you know, our teachers have given us to recite that 786 times if you can do that why if you go to all of uh, you know mama shops right <laughs> and then after the 786 786 that is a apa tu abjad yakni the calculation of every harf of ba sin mim there's a numerical value and when you add it up you get 786 so there's a lot of kaifiyat, there's a lot of you know, fadilah in this Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. So if you have anything and you don't know what to dhikir at that point of time, dhikirlah Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. It has, it has very good healing, uh, very good for opening as well, protects you from shaitan. Yeah, because Allah, shaitan has mentioned yeah, that he will protect us from the right, the left, the front and the back. But he is not able to protect us from the top and bottom. Why? Do you know? Because from the top, yeah, where Allah sends down His Rahmah yeah. And from the bottom is where we do our sujud He doesn't want to do yeah, sujud, yeah, you see yeah. So when we say Bismillahirrahmanirrahim It's as though we have fenced up ourselves From the right, the left, the front and the back Last time in Singapore uh -huh. yeah, Last time, last time, there was a Awliya Allah Salihin 
he was buried somewhere in the east i think dia panggil dia bismillah wali his name is because that's all he recites that's all bismillahirrahmanirrahim pun boleh jadi wali so never know <laughs> so and he he has helped a lot of people in healing them etc in bismillahirrahmanirrahim so this can be something that you guys uh, we are planning okay, a bit of advertisement uh, we are planning to have a session where we recite 25000 bismillahirrahmanirrahim as a group think more about half an hour and is for people who are ill so we plan to have that in one of the wednesday mornings here as well so something you guys can also gather to do uh, with isinla of course uh, and i think something that we should reinstate back now like someone once asked me you know how do i remember all the different duas that i have to enter the house leave the house yeah, enter yeah, the house. Yeah. so many duas yeah. i said look if you don't ask me just memorize one dua bismillahirrahmanirrahim <laughs> because my mother has once told me when you switch off the lights don't forget to say bismillahirrahmanirrahim you might get electrocuted <laughs> you wouldn't know right so it's true you know like how many times when my you know your your my electronic appliances fail i say lupa baca bismillah when i say it works you know i say my mother's dua is in action right now you know so imagine if you don't say bismillah and life electrocutes you you know that yeah. kind of thing so of course you know we hope for allah's protection eh? and then if my servant says maliki yawmiddin eh, allah will say my servant has honored me maliki yawmiddin means we have honored allah imagine if, you know allah himself is being honored by the words that we say how many times there are words that we say we doesn't even honor ourselves you know the way some of our vocab ni tak cantik sangat you know the things that we talk about all that kind of thing so for 17 times a day we are being honored not because of the words that we use but these are heavenly words sometimes it's difficult for people to do good deeds because they don't have good energy and these are not something you can get from red bull ke you know 100 plus ke mm. all your multivitamins yeah. it helps you physically in a way but this this energy comes when you're connected to Allah subhanahu yeah, wa ta'ala yeah. exactly because you can be taking how many red bulls you know all the bull yeah. you can slaughter you can take <laughs> i don't know if you can find a real red bull but you know uh, but not necessarily you get that energy there's yeah, this story yeah. sorry yes <laughs> there's this story of uh, sayyidina sulaiman alayhi salam um, and you know he he said oh i want to feed to all the fishes because as we know sulaiman is a prophet king and he's very yeah. powerful So he says I want to feed all the fishes in the sea and Allah says yes Sulaiman you're not able to do that please ya Allah allow me to do it Allah says okay So he asked Allah to call all of the fishes lah so he call all of his army of jinns to cook at the seaside you know as far as the eye could see So they were all cooking there were thousands of uh, food to ready banyaklah basically more than what we can imagine mm-hmm. And then uh, Sayyidina Sulaiman says, Ya Allah, we are now ready for the fishes. And then came, came who? This one little fish. We can see, macam ikan selah kecil lah. You know, the one that you yeah, get yeah, in nasi yeah. lemak, you know. <laughs> uh, ikan selah kuning kecil datang, you know. And then Sayyidina Sulaiman was like, Ya Allah, only this. Allah says, feed him. So he started to feed the fish. The fish and then everything was finished. And the fish said, Sulaiman, is it all? Nothing more. Wow. <laughs> And then Allah says, "Look, Sulaiman, you can't even feed feed one fish. How are you going to feed all the fishes?" 
And then Sayyidina Sulaiman realized there's something wrong here with him. He says, Ya Allah, okay, what is the lesson that I have to learn? And Allah says, look Sulaiman, Sayyidina Sulaiman, it's not the food, but it's the satiety that comes. You see, you can be eating all the Big Macs you want. Tapi selagi you're not honored with Bismillah, you're not honored with Al-Fatiha, you constantly feel is never enough. And the same thing, sometimes, you know, Okay, don't hold this against me. Huh? I'm just saying, you know, sometimes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you belajar, you study, you study, you study, and nothing seems to enter. Correct? And then you see it at this part of school, someone says, you know, that part of school, very good. Wi-Fi good, everything good. Very good. <laughs> you, go. you go and you see it, you, tak ada apa-apa masuk. You know? Asap masuk keluar bawa that kind of thing, you know, orang dulu-dulu kata, you know, nothing. You go McDonald's, you go airport, where else you go, you study, I also don't know. Everywhere you go, nothing masuk. Maybe because why, we have not been praised yet to to understand our roles as servants of Allah. Once we are connected with servanthood, automatically, uh, studenthood will be there. If you're connected to servanthood, even in today's khutbah, you're talking about being uh, polite to our parents, yeah. taking care of our parents. Yeah. If there's no servanthood, there will never be good uh, ways of being children. There will be never good ways of being parents, for example. So this is most important. When Allah has says, my servant has honored me, inshallah, you belajar sekali pun akan masuk. Just learning it once, it's so important. Uh, so some of the techniques of learning is that the fresh topic that you've got for the day is good to revise it seven times, <laughs> and then the next day six, and then five, four, three, two, and then before you hit back for class, one. So these are, because that's how we retain. Yeah. But so important to have barakah of servanthood. So from Bismillah to how we have honored, not that Allah needs us to honor him, but how he would then honor us back. Yeah. Then hati, yeah, the heart will be open to receive knowledge, inshallah. Roman? Tak cukup lah. Seven ayat macam ni. Okay, we'll try and finish with this, inshallah. It is not that we can just continue the next session. Can, can. Just let me finish this. I'm yeah, just kidding yeah. with you about the thinking. <laughs> if my servant says, eh, uh, and then this conversation is between me and my servant. Give him what he asked for. Uh, you see? So whatever you're asking for at that point of time, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, give it to them. Give it to them. You know? So because Allah is so, so... When, there's a hadith that says, when you begin a dua with Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, he would be ashamed to not give his servant because you have asked him yeah. with those names. So imagine we've said Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim and then we've said this. Only kira double confirm lah, inshaAllah. Inshaallah. But this is how we build our yakin. You cannot just do it once. And trust me, seven, min- seven ayats ni will take you less than 30 seconds to recite. Yeah. So what you do is every, you know, half an hour, one hour, few hours, you know, put the Al-Fatiha in front of you and then just, you know what, I'm going to go back to this. You know, people talk about being khushu in prayers. Mm-hmm. So if you are able to actually be khushu in Al-Fatiha, automatically you'll be khushu in your prayers. Mm-hmm. Because at the same time, we are training ourselves to be reliant on Allah. The tawakkal. Tawakkal can never be there if there's no tawheed. And the tawheed, this is where we're building the tawheed. It's not just all the sifat of Allah but it is also uh, how we surrender to Allah in these moments of you know all these challenges moments of this and that health etc as we know Al-Fatiha has many different facets 
from its different names already. Imagine if you invoke it, you intercede with the Al-Fatiha for the different different uh, situations in life. Yeah? And seriously, it's so short. That's how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has lightened our burdens. Yeah? So whatever you want, ask Allah. And that Al-Fatiha, إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُ وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ Then, اِهْذِنَ السِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتِقِيمِ سِرَاطَ الَّذِينَ أَنْعَمْتَ عَلَيْهِمْ غَيْرِ الْمَخْضُوبِ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا الضَّالِّينَ Ameen And if my servant says this, till the end, this is for my servant and reward him or her for what they ask for. You get rewarded for that as well. So, these are the conversations between us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's why going back to the translation just now, a rendition of a translation, if I may say, mm-hmm. uh, we can start to feel uh, this conversation. Yeah? So that's why when we recite Al-Fatiha, we recite Al-Fatiha and then we can raise our hands and make dua. Ya Allah, I intercede through the blessings of Al-Fatiha, through the power of Al-Fatiha, through the mu'jiza of Al-Fatiha, I intercede through the beauty of Al-Fatiha, I intercede through the majesty of Al-Fatiha, I intercede through the secrets of Al-Fatiha, I intercede with all of the alphabets of Al-Fatiha, grant me whatever you have mentioned or whatever you need. Okay, so for me, just to summarize what Mr. Sashi said, it is important to always practice Al-Fatiha and to always say, if Al-Fatiha is maybe to start everything with Bismillah, and then especially in our chaotic lives, so that we can take the barakah of Al-Fatiha, right? And also, it's important to practice Al-Fatiha because of the amount of the blessings the blessings from the uh, from the surah being maybe I can just end this this yes. first session with this um, something that I got from this book Al-Munjiyat and um, my friend is a authorized caliph of this uh, of the sheikh and I personally have met the sheikh he's a he's a descendant of Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq uh, Dr. Sheikh Dr. Taikia Shu'aib uh, he, is bel- uh, he is based He's still alive He's almost in late 90s now oh. uh, Early 90s, around there um, Huge alim He has a he has a whole book on Arabic vocab or grammar Or something like that um, he's, he's from the family of um, Who has written huge kitabs as well mm-hmm. In the South Indian tradition and this is from his book and I'm just going to take one part of it and he, he says um, to recite if anyone recites eh, uh, the surah yani al-fatiha 41 times during the last part of the night regularly his income will increase putting him in a flourish condition so we don't have to just see it's just income but there's a lot of other fadilah as well so if you know being students as well sometimes we're tight on budget you know, students lah. You know, so that kind of thing. So, to, in order to get barakah in our income, barakah in our learning, barakah in our fikir, in the way we think as well, and in our hearts, why not tap into al-fatiha? Begin it with alhamd. Eh? Before all of this, begin by praising Allah with the end salawat on the Holy Prophet sallallahu and then recite it forty-one times with Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, and then end it with uh, you know. Al-Fat, uh, Salawat and Hamd 
praising Allah and then put in whatever your du'as is and don't be okay Yeah. Doa for your friends as well Doa for your parents Doa for everybody You know they are struggling In this period of time Because um, You know when you doa for others The malaika will say For you as well So so again This this is just multiple folds of reward When we are generous Allah will say Look if you are generous my gener- You cannot beat my generosity So he will be even more generous with us So really there's nothing To hold back When we are praying And if you want to, you guys can even gather before every paper. Kapa, baca lah al-fatihah, baca doa outside the hall. You know, when you can recite fatihah, recite whatever you have salawat as well. Just gather and get strength and just baca. Another way is you can recite this forty-one fatihah and then blow it into water and then drink it as well. And then uh, you can take some of the leftovers from the cup, put it onto your face, uh, wipe it downwards, uh, upwards towards your head and the back of the neck. Before you sleep, inshallah, Allah will give you shifa as well. All right, eh? All right, thank you, Ustaz. Um, so, to all of you students, you guys know that it's important that um, we recite our fatihah every single day, mm-hmm. and also now to what Ustaz has shared with us, our fatihah is just not a fatihah. It is more than that. It has barakah, and it is very important now and very applicable in our daily lives, especially for most of us who will be sitting now for midterms the week after. Um, When you guys are anxious, maybe you guys can recite Bismillah, mm-hmm. recite Al-Fatihah, recite together with your friends And if you guys don't know any du'as, maybe uh, can just recite Al-Fatihah just to um, uh, attain the barakah also, inshallah um, So, that is the episode um, Inshallah, we'll be gathering with Ustaz Muhsin uh, in the future For one, to, to continue on our conversation about And uh, we hope you guys have gained beneficial insights and tips on the topic And we hope that it has been fruitful uh, Once again, we would like to thank Ustaz Musin and Big Center for joining with us on this episode thank Alhamdulillah you. Thank you. Um, So Ustaz, uh, do you want to do a pitch? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, okay, we're starting a class on Sunday, uh, which is called Reflection of Pearls. It's based on his book on du'a. Um, it's, I'm trying trying to do it within 11 weeks. So before every class, we'll recite uh, the different du'as together as well. So half an hour before class, so, some of the more du'a, some of the du'as the Rabbana from Al Quran, some of the du'as from the Holy Prophet Sallallahu And then I will be talking about how we can use this to, in a way, engineer our life. If I may use the word. Using du'as as a way to, you know, to pull ourselves up and to pull ourselves forward. Uh, the class will also cover the daily du'as. Mm-hmm. The class will cover du'as from Quran, du'as from Prophet, du'as from some salihin, du'as, and also sunnah prayers. One thing uh, that we're trying to establish at Being Center is to be big on tawbah prayers, which is we've been doing for the past few years, actually, four to five years. Every week where we gather and we just do tawbah prayers. And now we've, before the purification of the heart class, we do tawbah, mm-hmm. we do salat sunnah isti'adha. Then another week we'll do tawbah and salat sunnah biru walidain. Mm-hmm. Another week will be, will be tawbah and uh, maybe hajat. And one then will be uh, just tasbih prayers. All this will be done like half an hour before class on Monday nights. So if you're not going to come for class, just come for the prayers. Even that is open and free to everybody. So, and Friday, Thursday nights are zikir nights. So we're trying to incorporate practices with the knowledge as well, yes. and uh, that as a path of healing and unfoldment, so that we can better ground ourselves in this dunya, inshallah. Okay. So you guys 
Oh yes, sorry. Last one, last thing, last thing. We also have our counselor Kak Sharifah Fairuz, which is the most important thing actually of the center. So she's been doing counseling for the past thirty years. So if you need any services on counseling, if you're feeling depressed, you're feeling uh, whatever it is that's not you don't feel right, come down and talk to us. That's the most important. Yes. Alright, so you can find out more about uh, Being Center on Facebook at facebook.com slash beingcenter and also on Instagram at instagram.com slash beingcenter. And that is all from me, Hakim, and uh, Haikalo, who didn't speak anything, <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> um, so um, that is us. That is all from Quran Demands Ocean podcast, and we hope to see you guys soon, inshallah. Alright. Alhamdulillah, that is all for the episode. Do stay tuned for the next episode where we delve deeper into the topic, inshallah. Once again, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Immense Ocean and also uh, Being Center at Being Center.